heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. The thing about COVID over the last couple of years is that nobody got a, nobody got a free pass. It, nobody was unscathed from the trauma and the drama that we all experienced. And you know, we talk about this enough that we understand. But what really worries me. Uh, is that we have short memories. We, we, uh, I'm talking mostly Americans. We have very short memories. Uh, we tend to get on with our lives and then we forget that we just had a head-on collision in the intersection and who's responsible for that. Here's one of the things, just, just think about this now. Everybody runs around today with, really that I see anyways, with mostly their hair on fire. Uh, talking about, you know, uh, somebody needs to be held accountable or, you know, prosecution of some sort or who's going to pay a price for this. And yet it's the those typical talking points I hear from a lot of people. And, you know, listen, when you're taking on a system, uh, there's a lot to it. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to play that down. Please understand. But, you know, it's one thing to say something. It's another thing to follow through and do something about it. Would you agree with that? I think so. In other words, it's easy to get on here and just opine and say, yeah, we got to hold all these suckers accountable. We got to, yeah, we're going to go after them. Yeah, we're going to nail them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think we all understand that there, there have been some pretty bad things that have happened that have been very egregious uh, to the American people over these last few years now. We're now in the third year of a uh, long-gated uh, pandemic that they have certainly stretched out. You know, even if it didn't impact you or I uh, in our life where we lost our life or we got really ill, we were impacted in many, many ways. So nobody got away with this thing is all I'm saying. We've all been hit in, in a big, big way. Here, Here's the bulletin today. There are some people that are doing more than just talking that are actually moving the ball forward. And in that in itself, uh, needs to be uh, applauded and rewarded. And there are some developments on this story today that I surely want to talk to you about to welcome into the voice of a nation, uh, my fellow Americans, and uh, of course, our friends around the globe. We have a global audience here. And uh, so we know uh, you're all listening as well. Uh, but right now we're trying to, uh, with what we'll talk about today, in uh, possibly seat in a grand jury, which we had, you probably have followed me, we've had some of these discussions prior, but there's been some interesting developments in this case that I do want to talk about. And uh, so joining us on the program today, let me just lay this out for you all so you know what to expect over the next hour here, okay? First of all, we'll have Dr. Henry Ely here. He, he's surely been at the forefront of this movement. Uh, he's a licensed uh, naturopathic doctor and uh, founder of the Energetic Health Institute. He's authored over 200 published works. He's the lead author on you know, peer-reviewed research papers. He's dedicated, really, this chapter of his life. I don't know about his whole life, but he's certainly dedicated this chapter of his life to get the truth out there uh, to uh, the American people. And for that, we are indebted. So he's not one of these people that's just talked about it. He, he's not a talker specifically. 
although he can talk, uh, but he's a man of uh, of action and has taken it on uh, for this uh, head-on collision we just all experienced, be the best way I'd say it, I guess, you know. Uh, now, also joining us here that have also been on the forefront of this story, as well as a lot of other people in the circle, I don't want to pretend there's not, attorneys and legal and admin and a lot of people have had their hands in here. You can't do this sort of a, you know, you, you, you can't lift this heavy load without uh, some synergy and a group of dedicated people. Let me be clear. This is not a, uh, you know, a one a one person uh, deal approach here. It, it, it takes a group of very dedicated people to do what's being done here. It's important to say that. But at the forefront, along with Dr. Henry Ely, have been two very dedicated public servants, to be sure. And they are uh, Oregon Senators, uh, Dennis Lithicum uh, and Oregon Senator Kim Thatcher, both. And, you know, both of these cats have been right up front here with this thing. And, and I, you know, I've had them on, you know, several times over the last, you know, couple of years here, we've talked here. Here's the thing. I've never seen them blink once, you know. Uh, in other words, they're committed to the truth, whereas a lot of, well, I guess I don't know if I should have said, but a lot of people in political positions do think for political expediency, and they don't always stay uh, a toe the line, I guess I would put a toe the line. Uh, but I haven't seen that with these two uh, cats. They have totally towed the line, and I, 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 you hear their conviction and their commitment to the out loud truth. That's what it takes, friends. If you're going to do something, you know, that's completely heroic like this, uh, there's no other way. There's simply no other way. Now, been some interesting developments with the grand jury. Uh, they, uh, we want to, I want to get right to the news part of this thing. Uh, so I don't put you to sleep up front here. And let me do that with Dr. Henry Ely uh, right now on the broadcast. Uh, so we can talk about really what's kind of what's transpired over these last couple of weeks and how exciting this may potentially be for the point of justice. Uh, Dr. Ely, welcome here, brother. Hey, brother Malcolm, thank you so much for having me and big shout out to everybody listening. We really appreciate you and your interest and your endurance on this. We've had some great in, uh, developments uh, recently. Uh, you know, we have been waiting for a response. We've been on pins and needles waiting for a response to the grand jury petition alleging criminal data fraud and willful misconduct that we filed uh, in on March 7th of uh, 2022, earlier this year. Um, and we finally got a response. Now, here's the good thing, uh, Brother Malcolm. Uh, the response, we are going to be able to thrash it. We are working right now, night and day. We are going to respond to their response uh, because that's the way the courts work. And then the judge will rule on our petition. And we expect that ruling to be in our favor, that the information we've provided to the grand jury demonstrating criminal data fraud and uh, willful misconduct by the CDC, the HHS, and the National Vital Statistics System will go before a grand jury for an independent investigation. And if the grand jury finds uh, substance what we've done, they will indict people. We've named five defendants for them to start looking, but that's the cool thing about- Yeah, let's say those five people. Who, who are oh, they, please? Great. Yes. So we have Rochelle Walensky, we have, who is the current head of the CDC, Xavier Becerra, the current secretary for the Health and Human Services Department, and then the former CDC head, Robert Redfield, the former um, HHS uh, secretary, Alex Azar, and then a guy that most people haven't heard of, but who's really central to this, 
uh, Brian Moyer, who's the head of the National Vital Statistics System. You got to remember that all this came to be because they violated three in federal laws to cook the books, to call every death a COVID death, because you cannot have a public emergency, a public health emergency without dead bodies. So they needed as many COVID caused deaths as they could get. And to do that, they violated federal law to manipulate how death certificates were recorded. Um, yeah. it's, there's just no other way to look at it. Um, Cook so. the books. That's a good way to put it, uh, yeah. Dr. Lee. I want to just keep that in my mind here because that's exactly what took place here. The other thing about these five, correct me on this now. Here's what I think might be interesting. These, it's, you know, some people are thinking here, these are both Democrats and Republicans. Am I correct with that statement? That's correct. There's some from the uh, yeah. President yeah. Trump administration and yeah. certain some from the current yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that because I want everybody to understand this is not a partisan witch hunt here, right? Correct. This is this is about justice. This is about us mm -hmm. providing and passing on freedom mm -hmm. uh, and liberty and the pursuit of happiness to future generations. This is about us honoring everyone who sacrificed yeah. that we could be free. This is about us doing our duty in this important time mm -hmm. in human history. Amen. 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 And, you know, friends, you hear this out there and I just it's important. I, I, that's a point I hadn't thought of until Dr. Really kept just mentioning those five people. And I thought to myself, you know, we got to remember this is we're going after two administrations here, really. And the people around those, which is people that served in the Trump administration and the Biden administration, because the recklessness here uh, went on many years and was both Republicans and Democrats. It's not immune to one party here, right, Henry? Right. That, that's absolutely correct. This is not political. This is just simply about freedom and, and justice. Mm. That's all. Love this it. Is. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's important to make that point. Let's come back to the grand jury a moment. I want to uncover something with you. Mm -hmm. um, it, when you talked about um, there, there was another development this past week. Help me on this. They they filed very late. Explain to us what happened, because as I understand, it almost looked like they missed the deadline. And, and what happened with that? And how did the judge react to that? Well, they did miss the deadline. So if we go back to when we filed in March, on March 7th, that started a process where the defendants get 60 days to respond. Right at the 11th hour at the 60 day mark, they requested more time. When they requested more time, they specifically stated, we need until August 26th to respond. They then missed their own deadline. So um, our attorney, Stephen Jonkis, filed immediately for a motion for a default judgment. Um, and then after that, after they got notified, <clears throat> pardon me, of that, uh, of that motion for a default judgment, then they magically filed their motion to dismiss with, get this, Malcolm. Um, the excuse for their late filing was their dog was sick. Oh my you cannot God. make this up. That's an illegal court document. Our dog was, my dog was sick. That's why it's late, Your Honor. Wow. What kind so, of dog they got? I, no, well, you don't I, have to answer that. <laughs> I, I don't know if they even have a dog, Malcolm, but you know, that's the whole third grade dog ate my homework routine. But we, we have, uh, that's still in motion, in process. We don't suspect that's going to go anywhere, but we're going to pursue it. Um, and But we're preparing to respond on September 12th, Monday, September 12th. Okay. And what we're asking of the audience is to go to beyondthecon.com and sign on in support of the petition. Because when we respond to the court, we want to be able to tell the court how many Americans are supporting the call for a grand jury investigation. And when we do that, we demonstrate for the court something that's very important, significant public interest. So 
Malcolm, let me just bring this up real quick. Let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. We've all signed petitions, requests, things before, and they've gone nowhere, right? And it's just like, why do I keep signing these move on petitions? And all? Those are petitions, but they're not legal petitions. This is a legal petition in an active case. We are just getting numbers. We're not going to be spamming people. We're just getting numbers to show how many Americans care deeply about their country and want to see an independent investigation into this. And that's why your support is so essential. And everyone listening, your support is so essential. Just go to beyondthecon.com and, and sign. It takes 10 seconds. Sign on and support. And we're going to make sure the judge knows that you care about your country. Beyond the con, C-O-N, yes? Yes, beyondthecon.com. Okay. And that's where people need to go. Okay. Let's bring on um, uh, uh, Senator uh, Kim Thatcher here from Oregon, uh, first here. And um, Senator Thatcher, uh, so beyondthecon.com. Here's what I'm thinking here. Uh, I mean, a couple of things. Uh, I'd love to know your impression of what's transpired over the last couple of weeks uh, with the judge. And again, boy, the dog ate my homework is quite an excuse to say the least. Uh, but also this point I make about, um, you know, trying to, as we're talking about prosecution here, and I, I never lose sight of the fact that people have short memories in our country. It does concern me because as we get on with our lives, we tend to forget what took place. I think that's a point. I, I, I'm not sure how you keep that fire burning so people understand. Of course, if you buried somebody in your family, you're surely not going to have forgotten or you're dealing with a serious, serious injury from this uh, fiasco. You're certainly not going to forget. Uh, so two part thing. Tell me, how do you feel about these developments over the last uh, couple of weeks uh, with, with this here and the dog ate my homework thing and this point I make about um, short memories in the country? Great question. I think very interesting developments have happened in the last couple of weeks, but even before that, um, I think Henry can tell you of a couple of things that happened, including what happened to a, a, a U.S. attorney that we were contacting to move forward with this petition. But um, I think that we have a big task at hand because we have been propagandized as a country. It's been allowed since it, the law was changed in 2013, I believe. And it said that we, we can have government programming coming at us. And then we funded it in 2021 by saying, you've got, a, we're going to spend a billion dollars on all media, um, whether it's the television, radio, ads, billboards, we've seen them all these vaccines are safe and effective and we're spending your taxpayer money on propagandizing American people without having this information. And so we've got these people that have been harmed, of course, and that's, that's why I'm fighting. We've got, I've got so many people have contacted my office and just said, well, if you show the governor this study, surely she'll change her mind. Well, it became very clear that she had absolutely no intent of listening to actual science. And she was only going to be listening to the CDC that was not showing its work, so to speak. And not only that, but bypassing the public process when it came to uh, changing death certificate recording. So we're alleging about three violations of federal law happen just in that action alone. And that's where Brian Moyer comes into this. But yeah, we, we have a short memory and we've got to keep this at the, at the forefront. We need to remind people that 
that what happened was not right, taking your freedoms away in the name of safety and without them showing the work and backing up their studies and showing us that there's really any reason for it. And really, the Constitution doesn't say you have to suspend your rights because there's a safety issue. And that's what they're, they, they did. And they pulled it on all of us and we fell for it. And so we need to make sure this doesn't ever, ever happen again. When you say a billion dollars, was it, let me just ask you, dear, was that just, I mean, I don't know. Was that a wild guess you just made or just a, 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 a you know, a, a point? Or do you know that they spent a billion dollars? Directly from the bill, it says funding for vaccine confidence activities. And uh, they would appropriate from the Treasury $1 billion to remain available until expended to carry out activities acting through the director of CDC and prevention um, to strengthen vaccine confidence. And that would be for all vaccines that are licensed or authorized under the FDA. Wow. So you didn't just make that up. Nope. I thought you were just having conversations. Hey, they spent a billion bucks. What the hell, Malcolm? But you didn't just make that up. That's in there. Yeah, it was in a, a reconciliation amendment that was uh, started on March 5th. And then I think they held discussions over to March 6th, 2021. So you think about how evil that is. So they're using our money uh, to, and you called it perfectly a propaganda campaign, but I almost would retitle this thing. You called it the Jim Jones campaign, you know? that's a much more colorful way of putting it (laughs) right but that's what it is i mean senator thatcher it's almost a jim jones campaign everybody drink the kool-aid please we're gonna take your money and shove this down your throat and the thing you say about that and i mean safe and effective that's an echo that should be in your brain like it for me it is just like save and effective save and effective save and effective save and effective what the hell does that really mean well then dr really says well they've been cooking the books what the hell safe and effective mean it doesn't mean anything Right. That's right. And not only that, but they've been suppressing the information uh, regarding the studies. So people do not have in real proper informed consent when the CDC or everybody was trying to well, Pfizer was trying to say, oh, we don't want to release these documents for 75 or 85 or whatever years ended up being um, because of, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it was dog ate my homework excuse or what, but it was certainly to hide things from the American people. So thank goodness this, these, this information is being released and we have folks pouring through this information to expose what has transpired. Yeah, yeah. I, I just can't get over it. It's a very interesting point, you say, Senator Thatcher, and to inform all of us to remind us that it was taxpayer money that they used to turn the tables onto the public. That's a big deal. At the, at the tune of that, they knew they were going to spend about a billion dollars to inform us all to take was what was never going to be safe and effective. Uh, and typically in a normal situation, as I understand that and have been told uh, from other experts, including Dr. McCullough, normally in a case like this, and of course, it was never a vaccine, but there's genetic uh, uh, product that they throw out there to change your genetics. I mean, that, you know, if 50 people died, they would pull it off of a shelf. If they released something that to the public and like 50 people died, they would pull it off the shelf immediately. And in this case, how many died? I mean, my God, how many died? So, all right, Senator, let the come. Let's bring it right into this interesting conversation. But I call it the Jim Jones campaign, and that's what came to my mind for that billion bucks. Uh, let's bring the ball forward a little bit and cook in the books. Help people understand that's the twist in this whole thing, the turn in this whole conversation. 
is cooking the books. What does that really mean? I mean, we know as Senator Thatcher, okay, billion bucks, they're trying to tell everybody drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, but how badly did they cook the books? Well, it, it, let me let me hammer home a point with regard to uh, drink the Kool-Aid because um, <laughs> that money, that billion dollars gets spent in a thousand different avenues. The well, Costco, hold on. They, 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 they didn't spend any of it with me, by the way. Well, yeah, right, right, right. But the Costco September 2022 magazine, this month's magazine, um, has a uh, a article, quote unquote, on page 69, which says, thanks to scientific discoveries, you can benefit from the many safe and effective vaccines for a variety of potentially life-threatening diseases. And then it continues on, you know, just bowing to the machine saying several safeguards are in place to ensure a high level of vaccine safety. Then it says every vaccine is tested and evaluated before it is licensed by the Food and Drug Administration and recommended for use now, by hold the on. CDC. Are you saying that's in Costco, did you say? That's a Costco ad in their Costco um, magazine. Now, who, who's ad? Let me go out. for the, whose ad is it? Who, who put the ad in there? Do you know? It, it, it's a news article by Linda Bernstein um, on oh. page 69 of the September 2022. And this is where your billion dollars is going. So you're, so this is, you believe, funded as part of that billion bucks. Uh, I I I don't have proof positive. I right, haven't right. looked up to see where the contracts, where the money got paid, how no. it went out. But there's no th this has nothing else. Did it go to Bernstein as an individual pharmacist, mm -hmm. or did it go to Costco? Mm -hmm. They ran the ad. It's a full page in their magazine, oh, yeah. and this is part of the drink the Kool Aid right. mantra. This is right. it's safe and effective, and right. it's been authorized, but it's still under EUA, the Emergency right. Use Authorization. It's not been approved as we normally think of approval for medication. Well, let's talk about that now, Senator. In that uh, message, the uh, let me be sure something I because I heard you say something. Are we talking about? I, did you say they were talking about all vaccines or just the COVID vaccines or what? What was the the direction of this? It, yeah, it it specifically mentions uh, all vaccines, influenza vaccines, and um, and protecting your job, your lifestyle, travel, or health conditions that may be at great risk, etc. So it's a very generic. Generic article, is COVID mentioned there at all, or no? Um, I do. I I don't actually see COVID in this. Um, okay, article. because so, I got a couple of points here. I want to hammer back with you, uh, and I'm I'm just trying to do this in real time. But here's the thing: I want to tell you right now, the damage that's been done for vaccines, the word vaccine, we'll never recover from that. And I'll tell you this truthfully, because I get, I I, I would imagine I don't have data on this specifically, but. The level of emails we get in here probably outpaces anybody for COVID. We become COVID central for listeners. I'm talking about real people that want answers to their questions. And because we do a lot of Q&As and a lot of things on broadcast, people reach to us. And it's because of the level of expertise we have on the platform. And I can tell you right now, people have lost total trust in the word vaccine, period. They come, they they write in all the time and they question even, even the normal vaccines they would have normally given the kids that have been given over many decades. 
they even now hesitate. They don't trust the system anymore is what it is, Senator. And so they almost like don't want to even engage anymore in that word. And then when you bring up this Costco ad and the message of what they're saying out there, and you talk about the word safe and effective, here's what I would say. I just spoke a few days ago with Dr. McCullough and I talking about these new BA4 and BA5 Omicron um, vaccines. And I don't even know what the hell to call them anymore because they got boosters on top of boosters on top of boosters that are vaccines and are boosters. And are we boosting the vaccine or are we vaccine and the booster? I'm lost. I don't even know what the hell. And now they, if you didn't have the first ones done, you the good news is for those of us that told them to stick the vaccines where the sun don't shine, we can't even get the new things. They're saying that we're not even a program or a product for their new products, thank God. So we we sort of, I don't know what, it's like we've gotten a pass now. But here's the thing, they're testing these on rodents. Rodents, that they're, they're not even, I mean, there were no people involved in any of this stuff. And rodents are involved in this thing. So, you know, the whole safe and effect, I mean, this plays to the, this plays to the propaganda campaign of the Jim Jones Kool-Aid campaign that they've done there. I mean, this is so egregious. It's ridiculous. It, 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 it is. Let me read the uh, the call out box. Yeah. It says routine adult vaccines include influenza, tetanus, diphtheria, pertussis, measles, mumps, rubella, varicella, or chickenpox, herpes, zoster, i.e. shingles, uh, human papillomavirus, uh, pneumococcal virus, hepatitis A and oh B, minogenococcal A, C, W, Y, and B, and uh, homeophilus influenza type B. Now COVID-19 vaccines and boosters and monkeypox vaccines oh can be added to this list. And that's in the call-out box on page 69 of the Your Magazine, the Costco Connection, September 2022. If I went in there, they'd have to hook me up, and I'd have to be there for three and a half years to get all those vaccines, no? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but don't worry. They're safe and effective. Uh, Well, let's get Dr. Ely back into that point right here. Safe and effective. Hold on. All right, Henry, I got to tell you, we really are. They're now coming out with the new vaccines, boosters, or is it booster vaccines or whatever particular capacity? In fact, all those announcements just happened like two days ago. We talked about it on broadcast in the last couple of days um, that they're getting ready for the fall now with this whole line of and it's just money. It's all it's all a money machine for this farmer, this big farmer. I mean, who's benefiting from this. And the only thing they've done is put, put these in a few rodents. There's no human testing whatsoever going on. So how can they make these claims of safe and effective? It's insane. Um, you know, liars tend to lie, Malcolm. <laughs> so uh, what, we, what we see is that uh, they don't believe that any laws apply to them. They don't believe that any um, objective um, process for clinical trials apply to them. They believe that we are useless eaters, according to the World Economic Forum. They believe that they have the right and dominion over our bodies and our lives. They have the right to decide when we live, when we die. Mm-hmm. They believe that they can profit off of our diseases that they in, inject into us and and the death that comes from it. Um, this is a, a murder for profit scam mm-hmm. right now. And wow. we have to be willing and have the courage to discuss it on the terms that it is. It's a murder for profit scam. 
Mm, wow. Uh, you know, so that's why I call yeah. it the pharmaceutical industry. I refuse to address them in, in anything other than calling them what they are, the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, I see you put that in a piece recently, and I thought it was a misspell. I think I might have even flagged you on it. Did you mean to say this? You said, hell yeah. Uh, uh, the P is silent. The P is silent. <laughs> the P is silent. I love it. I've got so many great talking points here that I've written down already on this thing. All right. Stay right there, Dr. Reilly, and let me tell uh, listeners a couple of things here. Uh, the, let me make that note, too, as well. The P is silent. Got to remember all this stuff, friends. There are three buckets here I look at. S seriously, three buckets on all this. Right now, we're in a post where, well, uh, I call it a post-COVID world. Now, obviously, the propaganda people and the, uh, the bureaucrats and the agencies are not yet in a post-COVID. They still want a pandemic. So they're still back over here. But we are moving to an endemic in a post-COVID world, to be sure. But the virus was real. People think SARS-CoV-2. I had someone the other day argue with me that this was all made up. This never really happened. I'm not going to have that conversation with you, okay? Because I experienced it in my own life with my own wife, who almost I almost buried. And my own life, COVID is real. The SARS-CoV-2 happened, people. So this is not, you know... We're, this is not Kool-Aid Central here. This, this was a real virus. It really did happen. But it's how they propagandized the whole thing and how the pharmaceutical, to take Dr. Ely's approach, dropping the P there, um, how they jumped onto the wagon here to make profits, I guess, from this thing. Se selling out our fellow human beings, our fellow Americans and fellow uh, people that share space on the globe with us here on planet Earth. You know, Australia, New Zealand, UK, all these countries I always talk about who listen to America Out Loud, you know. So there are three buckets. The first bucket is long COVID. Long COVID is a thing. I mean, it's a real thing. We see the hundreds and thousands of people who are struggling with this, who communicate with us all the time. And it's a problem. I mean, and, and it's on variations of degrees. It really comes back to it's a very personal thing within your immune system and how bad, bad you were hit with COVID. But long COVID is a real problem. Uh, brain fog and other things. I had someone the other day say to me, they um, forgot something, uh, maybe a natural forget. We all have those forgetful moments, no matter how old we are potentially, you know, some more than others. And they said, well, like they ate the dog homework thing. They said they blamed it immediately on COVID. That's a great excuse, by the way. Yeah, I forgot about that, that, that brain fog. I'm sorry, from COVID, you know. That's an excuse we're all going to be able to use. It's very handy anyways to pull that out and use that. Um, that brain fog. Uh, so, but long COVID is a real thing. And there are a lot of repercussions on long COVID and things that uh, are debilitating in our lives. So put that, that's the first bucket right there. The second bucket is vaccine injuries. Okay, you're with me now? And I've got to tell you, the level of people who are struggling with that is in the millions, clearly. And many of those people are reaching this platform looking for answers. So that is the vaccine injury crowd as well. And that's that's tough. That's tough. People who regret having made the decision, people who were strong on for making the decision for whatever reason in their life. And people that are still writing to us and saying, you know, you know, I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to have to find a new career. You know, I want to get back into college. I want to get back into school. And what should I do? Should I take the And it's like a laundry list of which vaccine do we want to take? A, B, C, D, E, F, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T. You know, how about none? Check the none of the above box, please. If you really want to have a life, you know, so you got that. Anyways, you got that group there. 
And then you've got the rest of us in a, a post-COVID environment who really are just wanting to, you know, maybe we were blessed, we didn't take the vaccine, or have a minimal long COVID impact. That would be where I'm at there now in that category. But having a healthy immune system is very important to us. And in a post-COVID world, also with all this coming around us, we just know the importance of that. So here's the news bulletin for you. And this is a great place to pop it right in here right now in this conversation. Starting next Friday, September 9th, if you're listening to this on talk radio, I will be starting an eight-week course and program. Uh, uh, This is amazing. This is like jumping out of an airplane, for me at least. Uh, But in this case, I have a parachute. My parachute is going to be Dr. Henry Ely, uh, who's on the broadcast here today, coincidentally, So for eight weeks, he will be joining me every Friday on The Voice of the Nation here, and we will provide the steps and the process of taking back control of your life on The Voice of a Nation. So that series, if you go to americaoutloud.com, on the left sidebar, at the very top, you'll see the the mention of that, uh, the uh, taking back control of your life, the eight essential steps to health and freedom. And this is going to be inclusive of everything. So it's going to contain all of those three buckets that I just told you about. And we'll get into things you need to be taking every day, things you need to be doing, when you need to fast, steps you can take in your life, things you might be, you know, experiencing from any of these uh, areas I just shared with you, these three, I call them the three buckets, if you will. Uh, But that's just my layman's terms of doing this again. I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on television kind of thing, you know, but I got, but I got a lot of them here on the network and on the platform I can rely on, thank God. Um, but, uh, but we'll be covering all that in there and really in real world form. So this is something I, you want to send, you want to educate other people about this series, send this to your friends and family and others and tell them to join with, on with, in with us six and 11 Eastern time every day on the talk radio network. The shows will all go to podcast and be available on all the podcast networks the day afterward here. We'll keep you in the loop. I think we're going to learn some things. I have some personal goals, uh, trying to play Superman or jump off tall buildings. But, you know, I, I, I said to McCullough the other day on Pulse, he and I were talking about this series and talking about it with listeners. You probably heard me. And I said, you know, I, I still, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm six feet tall. I'm pretty good shape here, I think, overall. But I'd like to still lose 10 pounds. You know, we all have the love handles kind of thing happen. Is that what they call them, I guess, you know, as a guy? I don't have the gut in the front, though, thank God. I I don't like that. You know, I was out the other day, oh, getting gas. Oh, Costco. I was at gas getting Costco um, back to um, uh, uh, Senator Lithicom saying that. I was getting gas, and I noticed several people out in front of me, in front of their uh, cars, and everybody had a big stomach. All the guys did. And I thought, oh, God, I don't want to look like that, God. I, I just prayed at a moment at the gas pump with my hand on the pump. I said, God, I don't ever want to look like that, please. If i got to look like that, take me beforehand, please. That's probably not very nice. But that's kind of what I said to myself because it's terrible that we – and I know, don't don't get mad with me if you got that. Anyways, I want to help you. If you got that gut and you, you want to lose a little bit of that, maybe we can – this isn't about weight losing weight. I tend to go there. I'm worse than the woman, actually. When it comes to age and weight, I'm worse than the women. Really, I am. I'm, I'm a real pain in the ass with that stuff. Anyways, that's just me and my hangups. But we're going to take that all on by September 9th, starting right there and moving the train forward to help everybody out. 
Join us there for that special program. Find out more back at americaoutloud.com on that. We'll take a quick pause and I'll shut up for just a couple of minutes here. We'll join you on the other side here. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of americaoutloud.com. Is a record player the best way to listen to music? Of course not. So why are you still taking vitamins that haven't been upgraded since the 1930s? Even if your vitamins aren't hard to swallow, it's time to upgrade to Healthy Cells pill-free, patent-pending microgel supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. They taste great, convenient on the go, and they're more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Welcome back to The Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly, and uh, always a privilege to be with you, uh, my fellow Americans, and to our beautiful dear friends around the globe. Uh, It's always a privilege and a joy to be able to do this here at America Out Loud, and we'll continue to do it uh, until the uh, national god is walking down into the neighborhood and they uh, pull the wire from us, I guess. I don't know. I hope we never get to that point, friends. But things are getting a little hairy, scary in the neighborhood here of America, to be sure, here. Uh, We're speaking today with Dr. Henry Ely. Uh, Oregon Senator uh, Dennis Lithicum and Oregon Senator Kim Thatcher, who have been um, really well, a bit heroic, I guess is the best way I would say. I don't say this for their own egos at all, but the fact that very few people, and I get a lot of people, well, as an example, well, I don't want to use names again, but there was somebody recently I was having a conversation with and wrote a great article on, we need to prosecute these bastards, Malcolm, what are we going to do, blah, 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 you know, and said, and I thought, well, there's a lot of talk out there about that, but who's actually doing it? really nobody that I know of. And I guess that brings me now to bring you back on, Dr. Henry Ely. And this is not a casual thing in trying to go after the system like this. Uh, And when people all talk about it, 
but nobody really does it. It's hard to do it, Henry, when you're going to fight a system like this. In real world terms, what does that mean? And how do we do that as people? I, I'm Sincere question. Well, I, I think uh, I think Malcolm, it takes just a a lot of um, a lot of conviction, uh, a lot of courage, um, and I think it takes uh, a willingness to look outside of yourself and see that you're not alone. Um, if it was just me, we would be nowhere. But thanks mm. to you, thanks to Senator Linthicum, thanks to Senator Thatcher, thanks to so many incredible people out there that we work with directly that are on our teams uh, that uh, we interface with who lead and are involved in other teams uh steve kirsch's group comes to mind tom renz's group comes to mind naomi wolf's group comes to mind uh dr david martin's group comes to mind um you know when when we look at this the the we need courage and i think courage comes in realizing that we're we're not alone on this um, I would like to believe that during World War II, I would have signed up. I would have enlisted. And I'd like to believe that if they put me on a boat to Normandy, I would have gotten on that boat. Um, and I think that when we understand what's at stake, we understand our duty to pass on freedom to future generations. And we understand that people made sacrifices for us. The question that I have is, um, who am I to do less? Uh, there's going to be a moment where I kneel before my creator. And when my creator asks me, what did I do to protect his children? I want to be able to say, Father, I did everything. And I think if I can say that, then I lived my life well. You know, and I think that's what's really important here. I, I am so enthralled with the idea of freedom that I the thought of being without it is like losing love, you know, like uh, breaking like a terrible breakup. And I just never want to experience that. And I never want any of our children or our grandchildren uh, or their grandchildren to experience it. And we're that link in the chain that's going to hold the line right now and hold people accountable because evil has infected our government. Evil has infected our system. And we're not fighting, I don't think, in my opinion, against the system. We're working to heal the system and to encourage it to live up to the potential that it really does possess when it's running correctly. And that requires transparency, it requires truth, and it requires accountability. Well, all right. So the system and the word that typically is used is the establishment. Some people call it many other things, but you call it the system there. And um, when you say we're not, we want to heal the system, I like that. But the system is you know let's just call it what it is it is so corrupt it mm -hmm. is so bad i mean that we we talked just recently about the corruption just right there you know if you if you draw a line across there just below the radar screen all these bureaucratic government agencies where a lot of the power is possessed uh and it's held right there and they are out of control and i'm talking to all of them dr really i'm talking you name it just you know the, the homeland security but the uh, and you know it's up and down the food chain it's the fbi it's the cia it's the uh, cdc it's the fda it's the it's all of them it's everything and these people are empowered it seems they've infiltrated these agencies in such a way that it's out of control. So we are really fighting a system as well that we do need to heal. I agree with that. But in order to heal of it, I, I that's a real undertaking. I don't really know how we get there. 
Well, I think we get there by doing what the senators and I are doing. We we challenge the system to be what it says that it is. And what we learn in the process is either that the system is what it says and it's just very slow and it takes a persistent <laughs> demand, or we find out that it is in need of a dramatic overhaul. Um, but in either situation, we learn the truth. And what my promise has been throughout this whole process to everyone is that I'm going to be here until we win. I'm in it until we win it. And what that win looks like, though, to me is, number one, people that have committed criminal acts being held accountable for it and doing real time Mm. Um, means that we help the people who were lied to and hurt and we help them heal. And it means that we put provisions in place like constitutional amendments to the Bill of Rights that that ensure this can never happen again for future generations. And I think this is all possible. We get the world that we deserve. I'm oh, that's a great line right there, man. Yeah, I'm fighting for a world that is based on love, based on compassion, and based on doing what's right. And wow. so I have to be a demonstrator of that in everything that I do. And uh, I think it's I, it's really an honor and a privilege to work with people of such high character, integrity, yeah. like the senators, like the people on of our team. Yeah. And I feel like my duty here, Malcolm, is I'm just not going to let anybody down. Yeah, yeah. What you just said, I just I, I can't from your mouth. It's a quotable quote. That is a beautifully said, Henry. We get the world we deserve. That's that's huge. That's just huge. And I think if everybody looks at this in this way. Uh, that can make a, a profound difference in the fight ahead here. Let me go to uh, Senator Thatcher here, please, and bring um, you, you. You know, each of you brings so much to the table here, and I, I just can't speak enough about it. Um, Senator Thatcher, the you know, you've been in politics how long? How, how long have you been? Uh, you're not been there too long as a senator, right, in Oregon? I feel like I've been there too long. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to run this time, but for the fact that I didn't want to just abandon it to the other side, we were so under leftist control in Oregon and they redistricted my district into a, a very left-leaning district. So I thought I would have a better chance of winning than just a walk on Republican. So, I mean, it's, it's I'm sorry, it's about parties, but here in this, in the state of Oregon, yeah. we are overrun by the policies of the left, even though oh, yeah. I don't think a lot of the, the people that are registered Democrat buy into those policies, just the leadership. Well, I, I question that all the time, which is say, so how long have you been in office? Roughly? Uh, 2005 was my first session in the House. Okay. okay. All right. So you've got some experience behind you now at this point. You're there. Um, you know, I, I don't know for sure. You could tell me better. And I, I'm not trying to speak out of school here, but I, there's been a series of people in past weeks uh, in months, actually, that have left the state of Oregon for other quarters, uh, and a lot of them are exodus going to other states. Is it appears to be back to your what you just suggested with the leftist uh, approach to things, or the the Marxist left and that governor out there that uh, I hate to say it, I'm not trying to disrespect me, but that horrific governor you have in that state. Um, what is uh, there's an exodus there in Oregon, isn't there? There seems to be. I I have contacted so many people and. You know, trying trying to you know drum up some support for my campaign, of course, and a lot of them say oh, they've already left the state or yeah. they're planning to leave the state yeah. or they cannot stand it and they're they're working on leaving the state. It's yeah. always yeah. it's just sad to me. Yeah. I, I feel like, well, you know, I guess you got to do what is best for you and your family, yeah. but 
if we if all the good people leave, we won't have anybody here to fight back. And we need that right now. Yeah, well, all the states are struggling with that. California's struggling with that. The state of Washington's struggling with that. A lot of these states are struggling with what you say there. And they're tipping back over and people are leaving. There's been so much wealth that has left New York City that the mayor doesn't know what the hell to do because their numbers, their pro their dollars coming in are dropping. And of course, these people are so stupid. They continue to raise taxes on people to kill the people who are there. Eventually, it's going to be nothing there. It's going to be a ghost town. I mean, because they're just not approaching this thing. And you know, that's the thing. They don't back off of their policies, Senator Thatcher. They don't back off of their policies. They stay at it. So when you look at this, having been in office enough to know, when we talk about taking down a system like this, I mean, it is a big deal. And when you say, well, you know, we just use the words heroic or things like that. I mean, the cancer within our agencies, I've never, I've, I've discovered how cancerous it is and how bad it is. I mean, I I mean, we're always going to fight because that's the nature of who we are. But it's, I mean, how tall of an order is this? In your mind? Is this even fixable? I, mean, I know this doesn't sound nice and it sounds like I'm a pessimist. I'm an optimist, but is this fixable at this point? That's a great question. But I think the best opportunity huh. we have to fix it is now. Now, or I don't think this opportunity to change things will occur again for a long, long time. We had our we had a system. Mm -hmm. um, our founding fathers handed us a system with many checks and balances that mm -hmm. aim towards the well-being of the people. So not only the three branches and their separate powers and checks on each other, but we also have the states versus the federal government. And we also have the people yeah. over government actors. And that's where the grand jury petition comes in. And that's why it is a check and balance it is. on our on the people that run our government and that's being ignored and suppressed by our government. And that's where we need those good judges that have been put in place by a prior administration. We need those good sheriffs that have been voted into, uh, be, you know, just all the good people that have been voted in and are elected officers throughout the United States to step up and start enforcing the law and carrying forward the spirit of the founding fathers and what our constitution uh, gives us, which mm. is freedom. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. It's a reminder, Senator Thatcher, uh, that reminds all of us, and you just did it right there, man. There are good people still out there, Mal. And it's a, I, I just, I got it right here. Thank you for that. Uh, to remind us that, yeah, they're at all these levels. So don't, yeah, you can't really give up there. I, and you're right. It, but it's the collective of we, the people, that have to push back solid. You know, at the top on the right sidebar, Senator Thatcher on AmericaOutloud.com, we say, and we said this from day one, we're now six and a half years into this mission to restore liberty and justice to America. And it says here, and I, and I, these words are just they they ring in my soul. We started with this mission from day one when we launched April 1st, 2016. And it says, here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. That was the rallying call back in 2016 that launched this network right here. And you just reminded me right there of the good people that are in all these positions. And, you know, and, and on that point, now I want to bring uh, Senator Lith to come on in just a second. But on that point, you know, there are some tremendous people. And I just we're so privileged and blessed here. 
You know, the, on the left sidebar at the top of AmericaOutloud.com, stay with me, friends. There's a, a really great article, and I really would like the uh, senators to read this later on, too. It's on the left sidebar, just partway down at the top of America Out Loud, under Notables, from Wallace Garneau, one of our just amazing, smartest, smartest guys and great writers and uh, terrific voice, uh, Wallace's. Um, New York Times, colon, the Constitution is broken and should not be reclaimed. Everyone needs to read that piece there. Go read that piece. Make a note now, please, and read that piece if you haven't read it, please. It calls out what's happened and who doesn't want the Constitution for all the reasons there. So read that piece. And on the top, you'll see another piece. I, real quickly, I know I'm, you know, where are the nightingales in 2022? And Dr. Ely, you're going to love this piece here. This is from Nurse Jody O'Malley, a MSNRN uh, kick-ass person who was in Project Veritas. Who She broke the whole thing out with the hospitals. She's a host now on the Friday edition of America Out Loud Pulse. But read that column and video at the top of AmericaOutloud.com, where are the nightingales in 2022? Do that one after you do that one, please. And just get us. Now, let me just, there's so much more to tell you, but Senator Lithicom, let me get to the, the point of where we're at, please, to get your voice in the mix of what um, the, the, the system I'm seeing that's heavily weighted down and the corruption that we all know that now is eating our country whole. And none of us are, we, we don't drink the Kool-Aid here. I know you guys don't either, but Talk about the momentous task in front of us, and how do we how do we get that? How do we fix this? Yeah, it's a it's a great opportunity just to remind people that they are the most important players in this game. Uh, that your listeners are the moral agents. Your listeners are the people who will not be pow cowed by the dangers of you know our current situation. Look at we've got the numbers, we've got the science, we've got the history, we've got facts, we've got compassion. We are the ones who can actually prevent the destruction of our constitutional republic and our American dream. When you think about it, um, people are overwhelmed when we get into these conversations because they feel like they're just pawns and they have no power. They don't have any control. They're just the little guys. But in each of their spheres of influence, these individuals, these people, your friends, your neighbors, your children, your grandchildren, your spouses, your business partners, all of your coworkers, all of these individuals are individuals you can impact by spreading the good news about individualism, personal responsibility, smaller government, less regulation, less taxes. We can actually build a, uh, we fit beautifully into the next 50 years if we're willing to build into the next 50 years this concept of self-governance and community. If we're not willing to do that, then you're right. We're, we're at the wrong end of the pool and it's a deep end and we're gonna drown. We can actually do this. We are the people that can make a difference. Uh, Kim and I, uh, Senator Thatcher and myself, along with Dr. Ely and a whole host of supporters um, within our immediate team and those within our neighboring communities and across the nation, we're the people that our, our friends and neighbors have been waiting for. We are the people who can stand up 
and um, hold this uh, mm. gov- our government accountable. One thing that they uh, people can do is they can text um, a uh, they can text CDC data CDC space data to. 52886 and sign our petition. We're hoping to get a slew of individuals. We want to bring our signers up to a million persons who are willing to support this uh, grand jury petition and get in front of the court. This is a legal document. It's a legal petition. We want to to the the powers, if you will, to recognize we've got enormous numbers and enormous numbers of people are concerned about the runaway um, hijacking of all of our bureaucratic institutions. Yeah, amen. Uh, beautifully, beautifully said. Uh, wow. All right, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, the uh, the text number that uh, Senator Lithicum just said we're going to share that uh, and put that um, in a very prominent place on the left side top bar, uh, along with that website, Beyond the Con, uh, Beyond the Con, C-O-N dot com. Uh, and so we can drive it. I'm going to talk this. I'm going to talk about this on other programs. I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to talk about this and I'm just going to talk about this until I'm blue in the face. I'm just going to keep talking about it and driving people to beyondthecon.com and that text number, which we'll, we will have at the top left of americaoutloud.com. So your job now, friends, you've got to ha- don't just go and do it yourself, but share it with your whole family, friends, your circle of influence, please. That's what needs to happen here to create a movement. Please, everybody get on board here. Uh, to support these patriots and what they're doing. Uh, And that's what it will take. So let's all do that and get moving forward as we get our health back. And we join me next week with Dr. Ely on on that program as well, uh, the uh, taking back control of your life. And hopefully we'll be able to do all of this at the same time, walking, uh, what, what is it, walking, chew gum at the same time. Is that what it is? Yeah, I hope we can do that all. I think we can. I think we can. I think we can. I think we can. Um, a tremendous thank you to, I, I feel like, uh, you know, Dr. Henry Lee, first of all, is, um, you know, such a blessing uh, to uh, to us, uh, to me personally. Uh, it's hard to explain to you, but, you know, when I was in the heat of COVID, he was a man that said to me early on, uh, that's, you know, listen, call me three in the morning, call me four in the morning, it doesn't matter, Malcolm. Uh, that's when our friendship became cemented at that point of our life. And we were going through some tough times and my wife was in the hospital and we, you know, we went through some very trying times. Dr. Lee was, I was so blessed to have some strong people around me. And Dr. Lee was one of those very special folks there at that time. Uh, so it's, it's just a privilege to, uh, to have him on the journey here uh, means a lot uh, uh, to, to me here. And then I feel like two amazing new friends here with uh, uh, Senator Dennis Lithicum and Senator Kim Thatcher. They're just so well-spoken. Every time I've had them on, they make far more intelligence and sense of the conversation than I do. And they're able to put it back in the context so you can understand it in such a great way. Uh, so I think if you listen back to this broadcast again, you'll get a lot out of it. This has been a tremendous lift for me. I hope it is for you too, my fellow Americans. We will stay on the mission here all the way. We'll, we'll all be back together and talk about after the 12th, what's happened with the grand jury. Keep you posted. This is a mission now. It's a mission so we can preserve those future generations. Thank you for joining the mission here as always and being part of this thing, man. Let's take it back. Remember, it's time to get involved. 
and get loud America.